Welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts and I believe that we all have a purpose and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Okay, so uh, welcome to another episode of uh, People with Purpose. And today we're joined by Usha DeMello, who is uh, an inspirational uh, business trainer and mentor, author, uh, international public speaker, uh, founder of the Uplift Academy, Academy easy for me to say, uh, and, uh, and winner of the uh, Business Startup of the Year Award in 2021. Uh, Usha's passion is for sharing her knowledge and experience to empower people to achieve greater success by helping them work on their terms. Usha, welcome and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, uh, me here, David, and I'm really uh, excited to be able to serve you and your audience. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And so where are you calling from today? Where are you? So in the UK, I'm in Stevenage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I live. Um, and I, you know, I run my, well, I work around uh, Bedfordshire and I also run my business from home as well online. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> east, of, east of the UK. Yes. Cool, cool. And what are you working on right now? Because you seem to be everywhere at the moment on social media. What what are you up to? Yeah, so when I started this year, I actually uh, started working on providing um, an online course, launch course. So this is really to help people um, to take their knowledge, their expertise and and, and structure it into um, an enticing online course. And um, this is something very pers- personal for me and very I'm very passionate about it, only because being a woman, being a parent, um, I realized, um, you know, when we work, we've, we have to deprive a lot of our personal time away from what we love doing and into work and only to be broke at the end of the month. So what I wanted to do, and I've started it for myself, and it did work. So I just wanted to share this with more people out there to help them. Um, you know, it, it's I'm not going to change what they do. All I'm doing is just changing the strategy. We're not changing the expertise. We're just changing the view of it and to bring it and package it in an online course where they could keep on selling it. So it doesn't matter if one day they don't work, they'll still be earning yeah yeah that's brilliant yeah. and now is a great time to be working online with everything we've been through the last couple of years isn't it yeah and and according to research and according to you know statistical information online courses is going to boost it was always it was always out there uh, but it was almost as equal as you know people you know traveling to learn and uh, then the knowledge and get trained and online and however when we had um you know the pandemic uh, it boosted rapidly a lot of people wanted to you know study online you know get their training online it's just so much easier and uh now it feels like even if you i know some people are still working from home even though things are going to be kind of the new normal Mm. um but it still feels strange having to go back to work after you've been away for so long so it seems to be the normal thing now to just get something online is just so much easier um you know people spend like three hours four hours sometimes to go on a training course spend uh, you know money on hotels and things like that it's just uh, quite a lot yeah so i think it brings it's it's a good solution to 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 our world now and for the future i think so it's not going to stop you from doing anything. You're still going to carry on doing what you're doing, but this is just an additional that's actually going to give you like a passive income. And, you know, it's just a shame 
if tomorrow I can't work, I won't earn. So with this online course, it doesn't matter what would happen tomorrow. There's less risk. You will have something going on. Okay. So you're, so you're taking something that you've learned and then you, then what you want to do is you want to share that with other people so they can benefit from that as well. I mean, so tell me a bit about your, your journey then. Where, where did it all start for you and, and how did you end up here? So I am an educator myself. So I've started, my first job was really, um, I will, I've always been passionate about education because of my surrounding. So my big brother is my inspiration. Uh, he was always on, you know, on my case in studying. So studies and education has was my life. It was my priority, although I used to love having fun as a kid. Uh, but he was always on my case to make sure that we are progressing into our education. So this this was embedded inside me. Got to be educating myself. So I carried on. And when I started working, I actually went in an educational institution and I was working as a receptionist there. And there wasn't much work. <laughs> And uh, so, but I was passionate about education. I was doing some courses on the, uh, on, uh, you know, on the side. So I was actually studying while I was working and I got caught. So the director actually pulled me out saying, you know, this is not a place to study, this is a place to work. And they actually gave me loads more responsibilities because there weren't many responsibilities before I was asking, but no one was giving me anything to do. So I was studying. And then um, they, they, he gave me a project. He said, this will take you about two months. And um, the person who had that project previously really messed it up and didn't follow the procedures. It was all over the place. And I was very new to that kind of work as well. So uh, I took it and I said, that's fine. And I was asking for help. The staff did not know what to do. And no one was able to help me. I was in a situation where I felt, okay, I'm, I'm going to get this done. But I wasn't feeling challenged or anything. I just felt like I'm responsible for this. I will do it. So I was contacting professional organizations that are linked to that project and I asked them for guidance. I didn't get guidance from inside. And I did that project within two weeks instead of two months. And I came to his office and I gave it to him. And from that, he actually received, it was a government funded project for each of the learners that I sorted. It was 2000 pounds for each of those students that he was going to receive on successful completion of, of that. And he made quite a lot of money and he was very, very happy. And the next day I was supposed to be off and he was having a go at the staff saying, we've got assets, you've got people here and you're not using her and things like that. So I was pushed straight away into a classroom once. There was another teacher that was absent and I was just chucked into the classroom to educate them. So I started doing it. It wasn't great at the start, uh, but then on the next day when I did it, I felt a bit more comfortable. And then when they observed me, they said, students likes you, you know, you know your stuff. And I thought, yeah, yeah, I can do it. It's fine. Just put me anywhere and I'll deal with it. And then from there, my teaching profession started. And I've been, it's 16 years this year, and I've been a lecturer, a business lecturer. And uh, obviously, throughout the years, I've carried on educating myself and I invested a lot of money on my own personal education. So I did quite a lot of courses. Um, and, and there it started. And then... That's the first stage of education. And then when I realized that, um, okay, I got married and everything, things happened, a lot of things happened. Uh, I realized that actually having a job is not enough. So everything that I've done, um, I've escalated and, you know, I've, I've built a really good reputation around me being a, a really good academic uh, person. Um, 
but money-wise, you just get paid monthly and that's it. And when I realized that I, actually I want to do more, there's so much more I can do, then I went to professional training. I met Jason James as my mentor. I met Chloe. So I started working a bit closely with them. I you know, joined the academy to start my business. And then things actually changed quite a lot. My mindset changed. So I still do what I do, but I do less of it and I do more on my own business. Okay, brilliant. So yeah, so you could have got fired then, couldn't you? But, but if, if you get getting caught doing uh, doing education uh, whilst you should be working, but uh, I bet your boss was very happy that that <laughs> that he made a different decision. I mean, it's yeah. interesting when you because I, I I run businesses, well, I run a business at the moment, and uh, yeah, people who've got that sort of um, energy and that capability and that drive to learn, it's about how you can kind of. Uh, unlock that and help people to access that and do something good for the organization that's often a challenge for for, for leaders and um, yeah. and so yeah so so giving people that that time that opportunity to to do that's really important so you've got yeah. your own business now yes i do so it's called the uplift academy um, so at, at the start, I started this course to really help people start up their businesses. Uh, and then that moved a little bit with COVID and things like this. I could not carry on the workshops that I wanted to carry on. And there was many things that was happening. Um, so when it, it was a good things happen for a reason, sometimes you start project, it doesn't work. And it's just a learning curve. And actually, it gives you the experience to understand what's actually the best thing for you to start on. And then I realized that, you know, having an online business is actually much uh, um, it's less risk uh, because I, I just didn't feel I was in that right place where I'm going to help people build a business, you know, with location and all of that. And then if COVID hits again, it's a risk. So I was thinking, what could I offer to people? How could I help people um, to to make things better at the less risk? And I thought the online business and online course actually is much less risk. So it requires less investment. It's just basically just do what you love to do and help you do it and just get it out there. So you don't really have to work on it all the time, but all you do is just improve them. And it actually will help. What I do now, once it's done, it actually helps you serve people better because you're less stressed about building it, creating it, marketing it, but it's all there. Uh, all you got to do is just keep on improving and see how more you can add value to it. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, so you come across as somebody who's very, very driven, even in these first few minutes of the of the conversation. Uh, so, you seem very driven. So, what 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 is it that that drives you? So, at the beginning, it was my big brother was on my case to drive me into education, and when it came to business side of of things, it was um, when my daughter was born. So, um, I. When my, my daughter was born, I was uh, on maternity for one year. It was amazing. It was actually the best time of my life. I really enjoyed every single minute with her. And then when maternity was over, that's when the real life kicked. Um, I re it was a real eye opener. So my daughter was not a very good sleeper. She's a very good girl, but she doesn't sleep very well. And so I, I had to have loads of sleepless, sleepless nights, almost three years of not sleeping well at all. And when I started working, I went back full time because I was passionate about educating people, which is normal. I used to love my students. And uh, sorry, I still do. <laughs> and <laughs> so I when I started full time and in the establishment that I work for, uh, it's not just about being in the classroom, but there's a lot of quality assurance work, a lot of management stuff that we need to do. So it's a lot of pressure and um, not having sleep and having to work full time. And dragging my daughter out of bed every morning when she wants to sleep a little bit more 
and um, where we were traveling, she finishes nursery at six o'clock. So we were coming home in the dark while she was sleeping in the car and it was hard to feed her. And then, you know, we were tired. She was tired and we were constantly ill because she kept on bringing her viruses from everywhere. Everything she used to carry, she used to bring to us and pass it on. It was like that. So we struggled a lot. We, I was exhausted. I was tired. And I realized, actually, it's not good for me, but it was even worse for my daughter. And I thought she's already into that circle of stress. Um, you know, I'm having to really pull her out and, you know, dropping her to nursery. She's crying. And I thought, if I could just have a little bit more time with her, that'd be great. So that's when it started. And I realized, okay, now I need to make a change. I know I've been working hard, but working hard is not the right strategy at the minute. I really need to have more time. And the only way for me to have more time was to really start my own business. Uh, because when you work for someone else, you're controlled by time, you control things, and you have to keep up with the standards. Um, otherwise, it's not good a reputation for yourself, or it's not fair for the people who are my students. So I had to give all into them and all into the house and all into my daughter. And obviously, it, it will automatically impact really badly on, on yourself and your your welfare, health and everything. So that was the reason why I decided I thought, okay, now I need to make a change. And then I started, that's when I went into mentorship with and I found mentors to help me, to um, help me get the right setup rather than trying to figure things by myself. Yeah, yeah. Everyone needs a bit of help along the way. And it sounds like um, you've uh, you've made a really good decision because I've got my daughters at 18 and 16. And guess what? I'm still trying to get them out of bed in the morning. Uh, I'm still I'm still getting sleepless nights, but that's because they're out now rather than because they're, they're so they're still not sleeping, but for di completely different reasons than it was when they were yeah. when they were sort of six months and three years old. So um, so yeah, so that you 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 made a good decision, which has got some longevity to it. I think definitely if it's about getting yeah. that getting that that time to be able to do the things that you really you really need and want to do now you've mentioned mentors a couple of times so you've mentioned uh jess and james and and chloe uh, bisson as well so yeah. so so mentors seem to have played quite a big role in in your life and your decisions then so uh, talk us through what kind of impact mentorship has had on your journey um i think that was probably the best decision that i made uh, like I mentioned previously, I invested a lot on my education. So I was very driven and I was almost addicted to certification. And I felt like I needed to achieve that this year and that next year. So I was more into investing into that. But this didn't really, it helped me. I, I don't regret any of it, but I did not need all of it. But when I invested into mentorship, into, you know, especially for people who's already done what you want to do, they've actually done the mistakes that they can teach you not to make and they've already showed you they've got a proven formula you know things like that so it's just just having someone that you can just look up as a role model but at the same time follow their strategies and things that they've used the mistake that they've done for you not to do it and I am really proud and happy and really grateful that I've actually met them because when I started my business I started it alongside with them with them so I didn't really have to do trial and errors I knew that I was doing the right thing uh, but things happen there were circumstances of life that actually put, stops you but all the challenges that I faced uh, I was able to overcome them because I had clear direction and if I didn't have that clear direction trying to figure things by yourself is it's, it doesn't really help you and that's still that's why a lot of people actually give up 
And and that's why from from what I've learned from them, this is what I want to provide for other people as well, to give them clear guidance, direction, you know, of what what is it that they can do. And really to be able to go to someone um, to ask what's the right thing to do is it's a huge thing. And um, it's not just about the mentorship anymore as well. It's when you go through the mentorship, they mentor other people that are within the same wavelength as you, same mindset as you. So it, it just helps. I've gone through mentorship. I actually managed to make some amazing friends with the same level of, um, you know, aspiration and motivation. And that keeps you going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Being part of a, a group of people who... Um, who 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 might be working in different industries or different trades or have different missions, uh, but yes. they're all on a similar sort of journey, aren't they? And it's interesting that you use the word destination because when I think about purpose, lot, lots of people uh, think about it in different ways, and they, and they and they think about kind of the the, the 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 so you didn't say destination, you said direction. Sorry, because a lot, lot, lot of people a lot of people think about destination, uh, and um, and actually that 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 can be quite constraining. But if you're on a journey. Um, having a direction means you've got there's different routes you can take to get to the kind of ultimate ultimate end game and uh and yeah having uh, those people around you who can kind of like you know give you a little nudge here and give you a nudge there and then actually you yeah. find then that you can help other people i mean this is what you're doing now isn't it but yeah. you can help other people and it helps you to build that confidence that actually i've got something to offer here yeah it, it's the ripple effect and it, it's a, a, it's unbelievable and I'm glad you actually mentioned destination because sometimes you don't really know your full potential. I definitely didn't know. There are things that even starting my business, online business that I offer now, if you spoke to me about a couple of years ago, maybe five years ago, this would have been just a floating area, um, sorry, idea. It probably would be a dream, you know, things, oh, I wish I could do this, or perhaps I could do this, but not really know that you could actually do it, just get it done. So it's for mentorship and guidance and then actually they help you help you do a vision board for yourself to help you understand that you can actually actually achieve those things. And and it's the ripple effect. It's whatever I've learned from my mentorship, he's learned from his mentor and I learned from him and I'm teaching other people the same and I'm hoping other people will carry on this as well. And it's 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 amazing. And you it's very fulfilling and when you actually help someone uh, scale up, level up, you actually level up even higher. So it, it, the, the ripple effect is amazing. What do you see as the purpose of your life then, to go deep? What do you see as the purpose of your life? Uh, my purpose is really to help um, other people and empower other people as well. So um, I want to keep on going. I want to keep on growing. And I want to take people with me as well. It's not just about just learning and then keep it in for yourself. Um, but there's so much more. If you ask me for my purpose, um, it, it's actually quite deep and quite huge. So I do want to have some financial um, financial freedom and a lot more time for me to be able to help other people and empower other people along with me. Mm-hmm. And how yeah. how did you how did you sort of discover or unlock that as your purpose? Um, as you can see behind me, there's a picture there that's that's got um, a huge. Um, message so i wrote this book and sorry so this book is called left in peace not pieces and the title is pain power and purpose and what i've realized is a lot of people and inevitably life brings happiness and life brings a lot of pain as well and a lot of people when they go through this pain they actually don't come out of it and um and it's quite sad to know and 
for me, I went through a very, very uh, intense but short time, luckily short time, um, of um, you know a situation, a trigger situation, which nearly took my life away. I, I would not be here talking to you. Um, but I managed to come out of that situation and I managed to, you know, change my life around. And uh, through, again, you know, meeting the right people, getting the right people to believe in myself and to make me understand that that situation was not a bad situation. It was actually a message. It was something that I've learned, a lesson that's actually made my life better. And um, I actually did a video about it to, you know, inform people about it and to obviously help people not to give up on life and the challenges that they go through and the pain that they have that they can change it, turn it into a power. So when I did the video, I, I it was overwhelming, the messages that I received. So I had loads and loads of and loads of questions and I just could not cope with answering all of them. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> just put it out there and then people can read it in their own pace and they will have the information that they need. So that's when I decided to write that book. And uh, in this book, I share those strategies. And this is my, per like, whatever pain we have, uh, we can turn it into power and a purpose. So my purpose is basically to keep on, you know, empowering other people, to keep on educating people, to help myself level up and um, and help people uh, grow at the same time. So whatever situation people have been, I want them to be able to understand that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to go through this pain, um, but we can change this around. And there's few strategies in this book that I actually share for people to to do that. How they can change their pain into a power and move on to their purpose. Yeah, brilliant. So just give us the name of the book again so people can it's called uh, find called Left in Peace, Not Pieces. Left in Peace, Not Pieces. Excellent. And that's by uh, Usha Demello. And so, Usha Demello. So, yeah. And uh, so um, you said about the picture behind you. Now, uh, for those listening and not watching, uh, the picture behind you is of a lion. So what's the significance of, of the lion? Yeah, so... The, the whole story is written using the Simba way, S-I-M-B-A, and S stands for self, impact, mindset, belief, and actions that people need to take. So I've written the story, but at the same time for each of this chapter, I've actually shared my strategy and how what I used to transform. Now, the picture of the lion is actually Simba. And I was inspired by, and when I went to Jason's training, he actually shared a story about, you know, how um, Simba was taken in the front uh, in the film and how it was like a loop and it ended up Simba carrying his little cub like the same way. And then I I really liked the way he said it. And obviously I went and uh, watched this movie. And I think this is probably, you know, an animation cartoon, but it's very, very powerful. There's around 33 or even more motivational quotes in this in this film. And if you listen to it, and I, I will encourage, my daughter doesn't understand very well now, but I will make sure that she watches this movie a lot because the messages that comes, the advices that people, that um, you know, Simba was getting in that movie is really, really impactful. Uh, but the whole perception of the story is basically Simba uh, he was born to be the king of the jungle, but he did not leave it. He actually went away. He was, you know, he, he life took him on a different journey 
of what he was meant to be doing. He did not even know that he could roll. He did not even know that he should be eating meat. He was actually friends with <laughs> And he, you know, things happened along the way that taught him loads of life lessons. But in the end, he came back and he fought for what he was supposed to be fighting for. And he, be- he came back to where he belonged. And our life is the same. We are all born with a purpose. We are all born to do something in our life. But life circumstances, people around us sometimes, circumstances, things that happen, changes uh, our destiny. It changes the pathway that we were supposed to take. But in the end, we are here for a purpose. So we sometimes have to find that. And sometimes it may be a struggle. Some people find it very easily. But regardless of how difficult, how easy, how challenging our journey is, we have a purpose and that's the whole point of uh, having Simba and because the story that I shared is very um, it was about domestic violence and there was a lot of weakness in there but it wasn't weakness my weakness was taken sorry my quietness was taken for weakness but it was just about being kind and just being tolerant which you know like Jason also said like you get what you tolerate and I tolerated bad behavior I tolerated it and that's what I suffered for it Uh, So the whole picture of it is actually to represent power and to represent that purpose um, of Simba throughout the story. Wow, (laughs) that's brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And um, yeah, it sounds really... So Simba, what do the letters stand for again? Go through that again. Uh, Simba, S-I-M-B-A. So self, uh, impact, mindset, belief and action. Yeah, so... A lot, a lot of that then is about basically what's inside you and, and bringing that out because because stuff happens to us every day, doesn't it? And they can be small things uh, that kind of get in our way or frustrate us, or they can be really big, you know, life changing events. Mm-hmm. But so often, the the outcome and what happens next depends on on the choice that that we make. Yes. And uh, so, you know, we've got to make those right choices, haven't we? I mean, if somebody is in a difficult situation right now. Have you got any advice for them about the next choice that they make and what they might need to do with their mindset to make a different decision? Yes. Um, so that's, I'll, I'll just share one of the strategies that I actually shared in my book as well. It's called the BCD model. So B stands for birth, C stands for choice, and D stands for death. So my advice is we are all born. You know, sometimes we're born with without any fear. We don't have, we don't overthink. We don't know what's going to happen, but we just, we 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 have confidence. You know, kids they just fall off because they don't think about the second um, consequences. They just got to do what they've got to do, and that's it. Uh, but in between, we all um, sorry. So inevitably, you know, life is life. We are born, and sometime we will go away. But before we go away, how do you want to go away? What do you want to leave behind you? Just think about that because life is short, especially lots of us who actually have a lot of life lesson during COVID to see, you know, how things change. You know, it doesn't matter of your race, age, gender, color. It doesn't matter. People, you know, uh, have to go away. What is it that you want to leave behind you? What do you want to be remembered for? What kind of problems are you leaving behind? Or are you, you know, how are you leaving your kids? Well, how do you want to be remembered? These are all come down to your middle bit, C, your choice, the choice that you have to make in life. Now, I was very, very close to taking my life away 10, 11 years ago. And I was just a second away in, from, you know, 
taking an action that was going to eliminate me from this world. How would my life be? People would just remember me as a sad person who, you know, went through some problems, but I made that choice. I made a choice. And a lot of people around me um, that helped me because of the love that I have, my mom, my brothers, my sisters, and many things that actually just, it was just a couple of seconds of thought that made me decide, no, I'm not doing this. I am going to leave and I'm going to fight. And I did. And through then, all the choices that I had to make in life actually have helped me you know, be where I want to be today. And, you know, if something happens tomorrow, I will know that actually, you know, people can still go on YouTube and find me. Uh, you know, they, you will see my story. It's all written in black and white to educate people, to educate the world. So what is it that you want to do? It's all a choice. Everybody have a choice. You can choose to be, you know, grumpy or do you want to be grateful? Do you want to choose to just, uh, you know, be blaming other people or just to, you know, empower yourself what is that you want to do there's always a choice you want to be focusing on problem or prosperity so every everything is a choice and you know it's 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 what you do in life and that, that's what's important yeah absolutely absolutely yeah they say um yeah people people don't like problems do they but but every problem comes with a with a gift in its hand uh, which yeah. is uh, which is you know sometimes another problem <laughs> but uh, but yeah. but uh, they they come with gifts don't they problems yeah and life will be very boring if you didn't have no challenges. And um, and something that I've changed, I'm really good with emotional intelligence and, you know, switching my mindset. I go through some tough times. Sometimes you feel like giving up. Just But when these happen, I sometimes I feel I'm glad it's happening now. Let's just get it out of the way. Is there any more problems that I could face right now? Bring it on. Just get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. So instead of saying you're going through this problem, you know, be the victim. Instead of thinking, you know, why, why this is happening, just think, okay, get yourself. What can I do to stop this from happening? So it's all about mindset. It's all about how, you know, you, you know, instead of just statement, doing, telling yourself about statement, just asking questions about it actually will give you answers. It's like someone helping you. You could help yourself as well. You know, there is many things that you can do, many exercises like affirmation. Sometimes you feel low. You feel when you feel uh, emotional and low, your decision changes. Uh, this, the change, the decision that you make will impact on other things that you do. So you've got to really help yourself work around your mindset. Brilliant. Okay, so um, really powerful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's um, it's you. brilliant. Hopefully, that can be really really helpful for people listening. Um, overcoming challenges. Then we talked a bit about 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 uh, mindset. Um, have you have you ever had a kind of a you've where you've made a really big mistake or you, there's been a real big failing where you, where you've made a mistake uh, and then you've overcome that and uh, you know so what what if that has happened what was it and and what did you learn? Uh, yes, I have been making a lot of big mistakes previously. the The biggest mistake was really to marry the wrong person in the first place. Um, so um, I. You know, that was a mistake that I did only because I did not, um, you know, I did not listen to my gut instinct. My brain was telling me things, but I, my gut, uh, gut instinct was telling me something else. So I didn't really think about it. So I just went along with the situation. But to answer your question, and now I've learned and things that I've learned now, and there's many other little things I'll say. The biggest, the biggest mistake I did was to marry my ex. And that was very impactful. Um, and it impacted just not me, but a lot of people around me as well. 
And many other things were like little things where I started a course, I invested into one, but not did not finish it. Do have regrets about things like that. But what helps me now not to do the same mistakes again is I actually think about um, just to, I like my acronym. So uh, VIP, that's how you make decisions. First one is your values. Always, always, always know your values. What is it that your values are basically the most important things in your life? Um, you know, if that's things happens and you are happy about things, it's only because it's aligning with your values. If it doesn't align with your values, it automatically will clash. And that's when it's going to cause uh, challenges, frustration, anger, and all of that. So that gives you an indication of what decision you're making. So think about your values. Values is going to help you understand is it am I what am I doing it is that is that going to help it like let's say if your value is happiness and you're doing something that's not really making you happy that will make you make a decision that okay I need to change that okay and the second one is um uh, uh sorry let's say your um uh, in, in, intuition follow your intuition uh, your gut instinct is going to help you because that's our second brain Sometimes we over underestimate it. And um, I know we've, we, some people are very logical, but your gut instinct, it's an unconscious mind actually going to give you, um, you know, some indication of what is it that you need to do. And the third one is your priority. So think about the priorities. Like, for example, now I'm a mother. If I have to make decisions, um, let's say that's going to impact on my motherhood and my child, obviously that's going to help me make the right decision then. So, Think about the VIP, consult the VIP <laughs> when you are going to make important decisions that will help you not to make the wrong one. Okay. So because uh, another question that I get asked quite a lot is is because people talk, talk about purpose and they talk about um, their, their, their work and, and what, what they do day to day. And they say, okay, so how do I, how do I decide then? I mean, that, that, that model, really, really helpful for people. So values intuition which is a kind of like a muscle in a way because the more you the more you use it kind of the more you get you get to trust it because yes. it, it it tells you it tells you things and it's weird doesn't it don't know, don't know where it comes from but it, it's definitely yeah. there and your priority yeah that's that's really really helpful um okay so no matter what stage you are at in your life then um so so how can people um stay in touch then or and on track with with their purpose so have you got do you do much planning or or do you kind of just just roll with it or how, how, how does that work for you because you're juggling all these different priorities um yes. is is there a plan for you yes there's always a plan if you if you fail to plan you're planning to fail and um especially if you want a bigger success if you want bigger goals uh, you can't just do things as you go you really have to plan it out so i have my own planning model um i actually um, talk about you know the your main goals so your main goal can be it, it can be divided into three other goals like your personal goals your you know professional goals and your financial goal so for each of these goals what I do I have um, a benchmark so for each of these I've actually you know write down only about two to three not more uh, you don't want to make your goals too too many of them because otherwise it's not going to be achievable but just the main one let's say just two benchmarks or even one for each of them. But for each benchmark, you're going to have some milestones. Even those milestones, you're going to keep it as low as you can. So if two, let's say two to three, 
or you can go to up to seven. It depends if how you're managing it. So I've got my model like this. So I've got my main goals. I've got benchmark of what I want to achieve. And for each of those benchmark, I have my milestones. And for each of these milestones, you have to really break each of them down into what actions that you need to take for you to achieve. So the milestones, I divide them into month, uh, week, day, and hour. Sometimes I don't really need the hour one because time just flies. But at least when I've got it around the week, um, day, um, sorry, the month, week, day, and hour, at least if I haven't done the hour, I can still manage it during the day. Even if I haven't done it, then it, it becomes more realistic. So if you have a plan, and a lot of people, they actually fail to achieve the main goal only because they start with the main goal. So you have to really break it down. So you've got a main goal. You've got to break down it down into benchmarks, break them down into milestones. And for each milestone, you really need to break them down into actions. And those actions, if you want to break them further, and then from there, you work backwards. That's when you're going to achieve your goals. And then that's when you're going to know about your time frame, whether it's realistic. And trust me, everything can be achieved if you do it that way. But the um, people get it wrong because they're just dreaming that, about that big goal, but they're missing out on the baby steps. You really have to take those baby steps for you to get to, to, to your big goals. And, and that's what's missing. And I've, I've, I do. So I started uh, planning my goals since December for this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you said you use the word benchmark. What do, what do you mean by benchmark? A benchmark, let's say, uh, let's say finance. Let's say one of my goals for finance, my benchmark will be 100K a year. Um, let's say my personal goal would be, you know, three big main holidays with my family. Yeah. So it's the big, the big, juicy, chunky, the nice vision. So it's, a, it's all, but it's also it's like quantified though. So you know you've done it. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. good to put a number next to them. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier to, if you can't measure, you can't really see if it's improving. So. So let's say if you, you know, you say 100K, you divide them into per month of milestones, 100K divided by 12, and then per week divided by, you know, 52. That actually makes it much more realistic when you look at it that way, rather than saying, how am I going to get 100K? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, because I've had a life plan since I was in my 30s, and, and people have sometimes said to me, well, that's, that's so restrictive and um how, you know how can how can you map out your whole life and, and all that i mean it's not by the hour the whole life plan but uh but um but i actually find it gives me freedom having a plan is it that does. your experience yeah yes okay. yes yes definitely because having to think about what to do takes time having to think and motivate yourself to do something takes time so if you have it all mapped out all you've got to do is really follow instructions and it will keep you focused. Life will happen. There was things that will happen that will distract you. There was new, there will be new and exciting things. There might be some bad things. Uh, but when you have this mapped out, um, it's easier for you to go back and pick up where you started. Actually, I find it very motivating and I don't like wasting time. So when things happen to me and I could not achieve my goals, I take it as a revenge. I'm like, okay, then instead of one month, I'm going to do this in two weeks. Yeah. So, um, But if I, if I don't have it mapped out and written out, uh, it's not easy to achieve it because it's all in the mind. But once it's written, you have to really put it 
I've got my um, I've got my flip chart and it's always there for me to look every single day. When I wake up in the morning, my office is the first place I come to. Before I go to bed, my office is the last place I come to. So, and I love living there, but I have to get out. Obviously, I've got my, my other duties waiting for me, but it's all clear and written on my flip chart and I've got other things, but every time I put it back on that goal. So it just reminds me of what I need to work for. And Trust me, when you put it in black and white, it's already kind of 50% done. You know, it's 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 already nearly achievable because it makes it so much clearer rather than it staying in your mind. I always also find writing things down gives me uh, peace as well. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, yeah, you know, stuff that kind of buzzes around in your head, you know, if you get it out, write it down. And even the things that are sort of not now, I've kind of got a long list which is sort of because because you can only do so many things at once and again that's really good advice is to kind of pick the top two or three things and and really go after those and 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 focus on 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 those otherwise you spread yourself too thin but there's always that distraction and there's a big risk especially for an entrepreneur Mm-hmm. of of having kind of 20 or 30 things that that you could, that you could do and then trying to sp- spread your time over all of those things you end up you end up uh, obviously you know do, achieving nothing uh, but if yeah. you can write them down and, and and part them somewhere else and then write down the things that you're really focusing on then i totally agree that that, that really helps me yes mm. definitely uh, it's there's a lot of power in pen and paper mm. Well, I actually, I, I actually use a spreadsheet, but I don't put any numbers in it because I, I'm uh, spreadsheet, spreadsheets and macros and uh, calculations and all that. It's just uh, way beyond yeah. me, way beyond yeah. me. It's, it's not not in my strong suit that. Uh, but um, but yeah, so I've got a spreadsheet with words and yeah. uh, and the, the the milestone bits of the and I use coloured blocks and all that, and that's what works for me. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen other people use uh, use flip charts. Yes. Uh, and some people using some of that there's all those loads of um apps aren't there that you can get which help as well so uh whatever works for you you just got to find a way that works yeah. for you exactly there's no right or wrong way as long as it's planned and you if whatever works for you just stick to it that's it and keep it simple and and you know it's good to learn from other people i learn from everyone but at the end of the day i will adapt it to how what works for me and and it's you don't don't fit you know people should not think that you've just got to do things um because other people are doing it adapt learn uh, and and make it your own and that's it and follow it and keep it simple keep it simple realistic and something that you can achieve yeah that's it. perfect good okay so um shall we move on to a couple of quick fire questions now then find out a little yep. bit more about you so um what's your favorite album and why music oh um I love, I'm, I'm crazy about Don Omar. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some, some of the music I be old, but I still love them because they cheer me up and I love dancing. So I'm always, anything, every time I've, and you know, Dan, Daddy Yankee as well, I love listening to. So, and my daughter's getting into it. My husband keeps on saying, no, go put ABCD on. <laughs> but she loves Daddy Yankee too, just like me. Excellent. So, uh, I just love the music because it cheers me up. You know, I, I've grew up, we've always danced in my family. We're not professional dancers, but we've always danced. Um, so these are part of our, you know, it's fun of life for us. We we like dancing and music. Brilliant. Nothing yeah. with that. I, I do dad dancing these days. And I still, <laughs> I think I dance the same way I always used to dance, to be honest. I must have always been a, a dad to be, do you know what I mean? But there you yeah. go. That's, 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 that seems to be my style. So, okay, cool. So, um, and uh, what would be your perfect weekend? 
my perfect weekend is very, very divided. Mm-hmm. I find it very, I am in the stage now where I haven't met and I haven't achieved all the goals that I wanted to achieve. Uh, therefore, I just, for me, I haven't had any weekend not focusing on work and just family. So I haven't had that, uh, obviously. So my perfect weekend is to release, you know, one day to just to not have anything to do but just focus with my daughter and, and my husband and away from the house uh, I have to be honest with you though I do find a lot of satisfaction even working during the weekend because I love what I do and I am doing it every Sunday I actually train people for an hour and a half to start up their own online business and I love it when I finish that I actually spend the whole half of the fa- uh, of the day with my family and I feel satisfied and I feel like I've achieved quite a lot because I've educated quite a lot of people. So tricky question for me that. Mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> it's Especially when you're driven into what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've got this thing I talk about, which is that um, I say that there's a golden thread between your purpose and what you spend most of your time doing. And if that golden thread is intact, it, it, it means that you're in, in a good place, in, in, in the right place or a right place. And yeah, yeah. it doesn't doesn't feel like work, does it? But um, it but does, then it's another yeah. another good reason for having the the routine if you like and knowing what your what your values are and what your priorities are from a personal point of view as well as from a work point of view because it keeps you keeps you making sure you're, you're allocating your time which is the only asset any of us have to, to to the right areas yeah and just to give an example for my sunday so sunday is divided into two first first morning is just about work and you know professional development and the second half of sunday is all about family and this works for us. My husband is very supportive uh, and it gives them the quality time, just them two, to just bond, do whatever they want. And then um, and then I get involved afterwards. Uh, but I've divided in a way where it's working for my family. It's working okay. Um, but if it had to impact on them, then I would change things around. But I feel a lot of satisfaction knowing that I've done something and, and then I can focus on my family as well. Brilliant, brilliant. So what does your nine-year-old self love to do? Well, I, I wish I had a different mindset when I was nine years old. Mm. <laughs> I wish it was the other way around that question. <laughs> I wish someone asked me when I was nine years old, so what would you do when you were like 40? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I like um, I like I like going out. I'm very outgoing. Like I like going into rides. And uh, at the time when I was nine years old, I always used to love looking at the aeroplane and I had never taken a plane before then. And I always used to want to travel. So, uh, you know, just uh, not having any money issue, worry or anything, just pack your bag and go go at, you know, events and, you know, rides and plane and things like that. That, that would really, that probably what I would have liked when I was nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. And what makes you make, what makes you uh, lose track of time? Um, mostly is um, my child, my daughter. When I'm with her, time really goes. And 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 it's a normal thing. Children requires a lot of time. And I didn't I didn't realize this until the first time when we travelled and we missed our plane um, because we were changing nappy and we took like thirty minutes instead of five minutes. <laughs> Because we were playing, talking, and all of that, you don't you lose track of time when you're around children. So uh, that's the only thing, really, for me. Other other way 
if it's not her, I'm very conscious about time. Mm. That's yeah. true love, though. If you can lose track of time changing a nappy, that really is true love. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I actually enjoyed every single time. I, you know, people think, oh, you've got to try, you've got to change nappy. I say, I love it. I'll yeah. do it again. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole purpose of, you know, uh, parenthood. Yeah, absolutely. So we absolutely. really enjoyed it. Well, also, it's, it's something to embarrass your, 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 your children with when, again, they get to 16 and 18 year olds now. So that's, I, I get to it. So, it, again, it comes back and it gives you more value later in life as well, if you yeah. like that. So on that, so, so so what makes you cry with laughter? Um, my husband does. He's quite a funny man. Um, he he knows he knows how to make me laugh. Um, my daughter does as well. And I've got an African grey parrot um, who is very talkative and very random and very it's he she's sorry we, we say he and she because we're still not sure if he's a he or she. <laughs> okay. Uh, we think it's eighty percent she and still twenty percent doubt. Um, because we need to get a blood feather to test and we, I, I can't hurt her to, you know, to get the test. So we, but it doesn't matter. We love her anyway. Her name is Tuko. So she, she makes me laugh a lot every single day. She's a joy in our house. She does, she says random stuff that makes her laugh a lot. Excellent. A lot. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. And what, what's her name? Sorry. Tuko. Tuko. Yeah. Okay. Tuko. And where, where did that come from? Uh, Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I knew I remembered that from somewhere. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so a bit of a gangster para. Excellent. Yeah. Good, good, good. Cool. And is there any such thing as a stupid question? No. <laughs> Excellent. I don't think there's stupid questions. Um, although I'm guilty of thinking that whatever I have to ask sometimes when you're like in classroom and things like that, it might, it might sound silly, but there's no nothing like stupid question. Definitely. I, I mean, think it's brave. I admire people who does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta you gotta ask, gotta ask, and get over that uh, you know confidence yeah. bit, get over that fear, and ask the question. Definitely, yeah. it's much better uh, than walking away not knowing. You know. Yeah, and I, I I remember thinking, oh, thank God he asked. I wanted to know, but I didn't know how to ask, and you know, and then that motivates me now to ask questions and thinking, I know someone else is thinking about it, but they're just not saying it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, good. Okay, cool. So, um, so Usha then. Where do you get your inspiration from? Who who inspires you the most and why? Um, I have a lot of people that inspires me. Um, firstly, started with my big brother. Sorry, my mother is a very, very strong woman. Um, you know, she's got no education. She had seven kids and I lost my dad when I was four. And she was a widow even when she was younger than me with seven kids on her own with no education. So uh, she's been my biggest inspiration in terms of strength. And, you know, perseverance and not giving up. And her positivity is unreal. I've never actually really seen her cry or she's never showed us any any pain. You know, she's always made us happy. Uh, and in terms of education, my big brother, uh, he's always pushed us to do. And all my brothers actually are amazing. My family are. And um, I love opera. Um, I, I, you know, I'm very, very inspired by her. I used to be, I used to love um, Lady Diana as well. And uh, obviously, I've got my mentors, Jason James, and I've got Chloe, and they inspire me. So there's, I don't have one person. I've got a few people who inspires me in different ways, in different areas of life. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, because uh, uh, I, I know some of those people. I don't know your family, but I know some of those people. Um, and um, you mentioned Oprah, because... Um, because she always used to used to irritate me a little bit. Sorry to say that, but but, <laughs> but when you hear her story, yes, then yeah, that's that she's really inspirational. Yeah, uh, same for me. 
it's the same. It's it's basically it's be basically because of the story. Even Tony Robbins as well. You know, I use uh, I'm inspired by them all, but I used to always think because they're also also successful. Sometimes we look at where they are now, we forget where they were. And when you find out where people gone through what they had to go through to be where they are now, that that is that is is it changed the whole mindset, changed the whole perception of how you see people. And um, yeah, so yeah, it's it's from learning more about her background and things like that that helped me a little bit more as well. Yeah, absolutely, brilliant. Okay, and uh, in your uh, you know broad range of experience, then what's the most important lesson that you've learned about life? Uh, the most important lesson is really never ever to give up on anything uh, because I, I can't say anything as particular because everybody, your audience may all be listening and having different experiences of life. Um, every pain is is a message. Every pain is a lesson. And as as much as you think, you know, it's something that you really can't tolerate, you can't handle it, it will go. After, after every storm, there is always sunshine and um, nothing lasts. So pain will not last. And that, I think, helped me. It helps me go through because, you know, life is life. I go through different things, different phases all the time. And just having that lesson and I carry it on with me, I know it doesn't matter if anything wants to come my way, I will embrace it because I know it's just going to be temporary. Brilliant. Never give up never give up cool and so uh last question then because I'm, I'm conscious of, of of your of your time um what advice would you give to someone who wants to you know aside from never give up uh, who, who who wants to um follow a similar path to you and 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 really live a life following their purpose is to so whatever area you want to work on um get the right help and uh, you don't need to do things by yourself you know, find someone, a mentor who has already done it or who is doing it to help other people and um, support, surround yourself with the right people who's working, you know, around the mi right mindset that is going to support you. You don't have to do it on your own. And when you are working on whatever project you're on, sometimes uh, you require a lot of effort. Uh, you might need to make sacrifices. It's all part of the process. Um, just focus on the process and embrace each of them rather than just waiting for the result because result sometimes doesn't come straight away. Result doesn't come, you know, sometimes it might take even longer than you think. Sometimes you might think it's never going to come. But every si single step that you take is a stepping stone closer to success. So just persevere, keep on going and get the right help because the right help will help you avoid doing mistakes, will, will not let you waste your time and, and will give you clearer direction. Fantastic. Well, Lucia, you've been an amazing uh, guest, been brilliant. I feel like we could probably talk for another four or five hours uh, and uh, maybe we should do it again sometime. But uh, but yeah, that, that it's been absolutely brilliant uh, to listen to you. Your story is a real inspiration. Uh, where can people find out more about you, follow your work? Yeah, so my website is www.usha.co.uk. Now, if you don't remember this, you just remember my name, Usha Demelo. Just type me on Google. That's what my students were doing the other day. You'll find me anywhere. You'll be able to find me on my Instagram, Facebook, um, and my other pages that I have. So it's www.usha.co.uk or just type in Usha Demelo 
on Google and you will find me. Everything will be out there, even my YouTube videos and stuff like that. Fantastic. Well, we'll put the details in the show notes uh, so that people can uh, find out about that and uh, and find you. Um, also, the details of your book as well. We'll put that in there. So, um, so yeah, so thank you ever so much for coming on, on the show. You are living proof that people with purpose make a difference. So, so thank you ever so much for coming on the show and uh, and for sharing your story. Oh, thank you. Thank you, um, David, for having me here. Thank you for you know serving your audience. I'm really privileged. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.